What's up, y'all? Welcome to On Point, the mindset podcast for dancers, artists, athletes, and creatives. I'm your host, Latte, aka Lottie Dottie. Welcome to episode 10. I love it. We're shaking and we're moving, bitch. Uh, first of all, thank you to all of my continuous listeners. Shout out, y'all. And we do have a reviewer of the week. Reviewer of the week. Uh, it is from CC. She says... Super fun. For one, you have the voice for a podcast. Do I? And for two, you deliver unfiltered realness. Love you. Girl, I love you too. Thank you for that review. I appreciate it so, so much. It keeps me going. It keeps me um, wanting to give you guys just like the best content. And I also have a second reviewer of the week, okay? Guys, it's my mom. Every week, my mom leaves me a review. I love it. My mom said, good advice. <laughs> Thanks, mommy. One thing's mom, one thing moms are going to do, they're going to support you, like, no matter what you're doing. I love it. My mom is, is a trooper because she supports all three of us. Me and my two crazy sisters, we're always up to something. Anywho, today's episode is um, four topics I wanted to discuss, but they all kind of tie into each other. So, uh, the first topic is trusting your unique process. So trusting your journey. Um, the second one is loving the lane that you're in. So kind of going off of that, trusting your unique journey, loving your lane. Uh, number three is releasing yourself from expectations. Mm-hmm. And number four is going to be like the sauce that really ties everything together. It's consistency. Yeah, mm-hmm. very much consistency. So I wanted to talk about these um, topics because a lot of creatives, we struggle with trying to figure out if we're, you know, on the right track. Are we doing the right thing? Are we going the right direction with our art? Is this where we want to go with our dancing um, maybe am, am I truly a choreographer? Maybe I want to be a creative director. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm an educator. Maybe I'm a teacher. Um, so I wanted to talk about that because what happens is these questions are fine and they're normal and they're definitely important because you want to explore, you know, your overall why you're doing something, but they can also be super crippling. Like all of this second guessing yourself, like, am I doing the right thing? Not being consistent, loving somebody else's lane over your own, not trusting your journey. It can be extremely crippling. And then you end up not doing anything. And it's super, it's sad when you know that you have all this potential, but you're just so stuck in indecision. And I see that so much where um, to a point, you just need to, do it. <laughs> um, easier said than done, but I will definitely baby step us through it. Okay. So here we go. All right. So let's get into this first subject. It's trusting your process. Um, basically, am I doing the right thing? Well, uh, I'm going to give it to you straight. You will never have the answer to this question. Ever, 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 ever. You're going to be 90 years old and you're going to be like, did I go the right direction with my art? Did I would, did, did I make the right decision? And you're never going to, I want you to, nothing is going to ever solidify that you did go the right direction with anything that you've ever done. Um, 
whether you're like, I'm only going to be a teacher or I'm only going to be a performer. Or I'm going to only be a creative. What, whatever you choose to do, you're never going to know if you did the right direction, if you went the right direction. Um, with that being said, there is some some great things to that. And it's you get to choose that you went the right direction. So yeah, you, you never, you're never going to have that. No one's going to come up to you and say, Hey, you did the right thing. So with that being said, you have to tell yourself you're doing the right thing. You have to just decide it and you need to wholeheartedly believe it. Because the other alternative of you second guessing and just questioning your entire life if you're doing the right thing is not working out for you. It's not working out for you. It's not. What is the benefit of you second guessing? Like, think about that. Because I've been in that, I've been in that position. So I'll tell you a little bit more about it, actually. So when I was... my whole 20s, right? My whole 20s. You guys already know my life story. Go listen to the last two episodes or something. Um, I made the choice. I said, I'm going to finish school. I'm going to do dental hygiene because I didn't have the money and the time and the, the home life balance to go full force with dance. Like that's just the way that I operate. It's like kind of all or nothing. And, um, we're working on that part, but I wanted to be able to support financially my dancing completely and fully and not feel like I'm doing things out of desperation to support my dancing, okay? So I chose to find a career that had a good home life balance so that I could dance. So I made that choice and the entire time I'm going to school, right? Because I have to take all these fucking prereqs. I had to relocate to San Francisco. Like it was a whole fucking thing. I was like, am I making the right decision? I think I thought that maybe one time, two times max. And then I had to let it go. I was like, I can't do this to myself because the indecision of just sitting and not making a, like just not acting because I'm not sure wasn't working either. So I had to fully commit to my choice of this is the right decision, whether I knew it or not. Like I had to choose that. That's how I operate on like a lot of levels. Like I don't, I'm not saying that I'm sure of everything, but I don't leave myself a lot of wiggle room to sit in it very long of, am I making the right decision? I tend to choose something and then go for it and then see the outcome. So anyways, going back the whole time I'm in school, I'm like, I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing the right thing. This is going to be worth it. I had no idea. I had no idea how I had no idea I would be in the position that I was, I am in right now, which is living in LA dancing. I had absolutely zero clue how that was going to happen. Okay. Or play out. And I had to just tell myself every single day, I'm making the right choice. I'm making the right choice. And people would ask me like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm going to school. I'm going to dance. Don't know how, but I'm making the right choice. Like I'm, I'm sticking to it. And I stayed with it. And this was a span of like two years, guys. Like that's a long time to like, just trust, (laughs) just trusting your process. Okay. 
but I had to commit to the trust because it would have tortured me every single day. Could you imagine two years of my life, even longer, where I could have just sat and let that cripple me, but I chose to have that hope that I was, I'm going to dance. And I kept it going, kept it going, kept it going. Graduation came, as you guys know. And even then when I, you know, went to go look for housing, I was like, this is going to work out. I know this is going to work out. I'm choosing that this is going to work out. And still, again, no one told me you're making the right decision. In fact, I was like probably hearing it from a bunch of different people like, girl, what are you doing? But no one is going to come tell you that you're making the right decision. Do you know what I'm saying? So I stayed to my, stayed true, stayed true to this, this trusting the process. Fast forward, here I am. I'm living in LA. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm working hard. I'm taking classes. I'm working towards my dreams. Even now, like if we're sitting in the now, like you ask me, like, what do you plan on doing? I'm like, oh, I'm going to dance. I want to live in Vegas. I want to work back and forth between LA and Vegas. That's my next like transition. Um, I'm going to be signed. Da, 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 da. Like I have a whole vision. Do I know that it's going to work out? I have absolutely no idea. I can't tell the future. You can't tell the future. Am I sitting here in indecision, whether it's the right thing or the wrong thing? No, because I wouldn't get anything done. I wouldn't move the needle forward. I hate that saying. I have to just choose that that's what I'm doing and go for it. And I know it's it's way easier said than done. It's simple. It's it is not easy. But you need to understand that the alternative is not working. Sitting in indecision is not working. It's the worst thing that you can do. At least if you choose something and you stick to it, you can complete it or get to where where that destination is and then reflect and say that worked or it didn't work. And then from there, decide if you are going to change directions, pivot, or keep going. But I want you to understand that sitting in indecision is not working for you. And this is like all aspects of life, honest to God. Like I sat in indecision of whether I wanted to be a dentist or a a dental hygienist for half a year, a year, you know, and that was annoying because I, those are two different paths. So I was fiddling around with classes I didn't need to take, things like that, et cetera. But you need to, the, the point I'm getting at is sitting and, and just wondering if you're doing the right thing is not working. You're, you're better off picking something, throwing yourself completely into it, going full force, and then reflecting. <laughs> at least I, I, that's worked for me. But I, I really, truly encourage you to get out of the indecision and to trust the process that you're doing and and give yourself the full attention and the full, go full out, bitch. Go full out in what you're doing so then you can make a decision on the other side if it worked or it did not work and go from there. Um, also, there's going to be bumps, speed bumps, and there's going to be shit that happens. Um Don't let that scare you because here's the thing. Even if a magical fairy came along and she was like, you're doing the right thing, but you're going to run into this, 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 and this, 
you'd be like, oh, okay, like I'll endure that because I'm doing the right thing. Well, in our case, there is no magical fairy. So you're not going to, like I said, you're not going to know that you're doing the right thing. You have to be your own magical fairy. You have to tell yourself you're doing the right thing. So when A, B, C, and D comes along and deters you and speed bump and it's going haywire, you need to be secure and not take that as a sign. Don't be taking that as a sign that you're doing the wrong thing. You need to just take it as as what it is. It's just speed bumps on your journey. And don't let that scare you. Don't let it deter you. Keep it, keep going. I also want you to start training your brain for the better alternative. So I do this with anxiety. <laughs> um, I have like health anxiety. I'm a hypochondriac. Like, I don't know. It's, it's always been that way. And so what happens with me is like, I don't know, I get a headache. And I think we all, a lot of us do this. Like we go straight to, okay, well, there's a tumor in my brain, like da, da, da. Like it's the bad. We go straight to the bad. But we really need to start training our brain to go to the good. So when you're in a situation and you're like, I want to dance for Drake. You guys know I always use this fucking example. I'm going to dance for Drake. Well, it's, it might never happen. That would be the, the, the negative alternative. I want you to start thinking about, well, what if it does happen? Do you know what I mean? Like, what if I do dance for Drake? What if Drake does take me on tour? What if, you know what I mean? Like, you need to start training your brain. Like, what if everything does work out exactly how I said, or even better? What if everything works out even better than what I expected? I don't know what it is, but we tend to go to the negative. Like, oh, what if it doesn't work out? What if it, what if I don't get picked for this role? What if, you know, I choreograph something, nobody likes it. What if I throw class, no one comes. What if you throw class and you sell out? What if you choreograph something and so many people love it and they want to be in your next project, they want to collaborate with you. Like really start training your brain to operate in the positive outcome, the positive alternative, instead of that negative default one that we always want to go to. Um, it takes practice and you're not always going to believe it, but I think, like I said, your brain is a muscle before, like I've said before, your brain is a muscle. The more that you practice these kind of exercises, they're going to click a lot more. There was a time when none of this shit clicked for me at all. That was my early twenties. None of this shit was working. None of it was clicking, Steven, none of it. Okay. Now my brain is like a muscle and it's, it's almost hard for me to go to that negative glass half empty it takes a lot for me to be in that in that kind of mindset I really try to operate in that high I hate when people say like high vibrational but it really does but it wasn't always like that at all and it's not always like that but for the majority it is because I I practice it it's a practice all of this however like I was saying you know not letting the the speed bump scare you operating in that positive alternative um it it's it's gonna start with that decision that you are fully backing your choice that you're making the right decision okay so yes none of us have any idea what we're doing that's life right <laughs> that is literally life we nobody knows nobody knows what the hell we're doing, but we choose, right? We're making that choice 
to go the path that we're going. Moving on to the next topic, it's releasing yourself from expectation. Um, I love this because I actually had like a light bulb moment like what was that two weeks ago when I was I think I was talking to you guys about I was having kind of like a rough mm, like a little like rough week like I I put a lot of pressure on myself and sometimes even I get wrapped up on uh, this idea of wanting something versus needing something and a couple weeks ago, I was saying I need to get signed to an agency as a dancer. I need to get signed to an agency because I want to work. Like that was my, in my head, that was my goal. And it still is my goal. However, I've changed the wording because words are, your words are powerful. They really, really are. Um, I don't say I need to get signed because I don't need shit. You know what I need? Oxygen, food, shelter, like, that's it. I don't need to get signed to an agency. I want to. I want to get signed to an agency. And I think it's, I, I'm reading this book right now, Aaron sent to me about high achievers and how to, and how high achievers often are um, like depressed or struggle with happiness because um, they measure themselves in a different way of, um, of like their goals and it was talking about this idea of wanting something just because you want it not because you need it and I it really hit me because yeah I I was operating from the space of I need to get signed like putting so much pressure on myself and I was moving I'm I was you know getting all my materials ready and I still am but the stress it was it was it was causing me and the like wear and tear on my mental it was just not good so I read that chapter and I let it sink in and I've changed my wording now to I want to get signed because I could want something all, and and if you, you can want something all you want and it may never happen and that's okay I may never get signed, you guys. I may never. I want to dance for Drake. I may never, ever dance for Drake. But nothing's going to happen if I don't. But in the case of needing something, like you need oxygen. If you don't have oxygen, you're going to die, right? Or you're, yeah. But if you just want oxygen, well, let's not say want oxygen. If you want to get signed, you just want to get signed. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Nothing happens. If you need if you need to get signed and it doesn't happen, then what happens, right? So I've changed the wording. And with that, I've released this expectation on myself and it feels really, it feels very light in my brain. It still feels like I'm very... Mm, heading towards my goals, obvi, and very focused, but there is no like make it or break it. Like, you know, my goal is to work as a dancer. My goal is to create. My goal is to sure get signed and I want all of those things, but I don't need them. It doesn't, it doesn't define me as a person. I'm not going to die. So if it never happens, it never happens and that's okay. And so it's kind of given me a little bit of peace. Like I said, obviously, still working towards my goals, not giving up, never that. I feel like when 
you're passionate about things, yes, like it feels like you need, you need, you need, you need to create, you need to dance, you need all these things. But in the grand scheme of things, you don't need anything. You want them and that's okay. And if you wake up tomorrow and you don't have your health or you don't have your body or you don't have the means to get that done, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? It's a little, it's a little deep, right? Um, but there's like freedom in that a little bit, or I at least have found freedom in that a little bit because I have like freedom from these expectations. So I have freedom to explore these expect these, these goals. If that makes sense, is that so far out there? So to recap that, it's okay to want things. I don't think it's okay to need them though. You know, you need oxygen, you, you need food and that's, that's it. You know what I mean? You, you want certain things and that's fine to just want them. But when it becomes a need, I think it's time to just release yourself from that pressure. Otherwise you're potentially setting yourself up for stress or heartache if life happens and a lot of times life happens so uh moving on to this next topic that kind of ties in with all of this loving your lane um i think the quote is comparison is the thief of joy and i love that shit because it really is like you could be celebrating your wins like loving your life and then you look over at what like Karen is doing actually never Karen you look over at what Cassandra is doing and you're like I want what she has like she's over here doing this this and this and this and this right and it just rips you of everything that you've worked on so it's interesting because I've actually been in this position, I think when you're an artist or like a dancer, like an athlete, it's easy to compare because it's like a stats thing, especially if you're like, if it's like sports, like hello, like dancers are also athletes and like, I think dance is a sport. So it's easy to compare as far as stats go, right? Yeah. Like her leg goes higher. What are the, anyways. Um, and I've definitely been in the position where I've heard like, I'm talking to another instructor and they're like, oh my God, like, I love what you're doing. Like, I just wish I had that. Like, you have the podcast, you have coaching, like, you're doing that. You have this, this, and this, like, all going for you, da, 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 da. And I'm like, looking at them and I'm like, yo, like, bro, you have sold out classes. You're putting showcases together. Like, I don't have that. I don't have that. And that's something I wish I had. But both of us in both positions, we're screwing ourselves because we are not understanding that what we have and like loving our lane and our lane is so important. Like I love the lane I'm in. I love that I do my mindset. I love that, um, you know, I work on technique with my coaching clients. It's very much, I pour into that, you know, and no, I don't have, um, I don't do like showcases, um, I haven't done a, like a concept video in a while or 
Um, I don't have like master classes, things like that. Um, but you can't do everything, bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and so I think it's so important to just love what you have, right? I what is what do people say? The grass is greener wherever wherever you at, baby girl. Like, and, and you have to remember that because it is so easy. Like, everyone is so different and so it is very easy to look over at somebody else and be like damn I want that what they have but like the whole time like they want you what you have and then the whole time nobody's happy so it's so important to just love love what you have going on it's funny too because in class I, I know dancers do this too like I was taking a class and this girl was watching her and I was like oh my god like I love how she was moving. Like she was like slinky and like punchy. Like, I don't know. I just love it. And she had like short hair. She was so cool. I was like, ugh, want that. Like she looks so good. Like, you know what I'm saying? And we're going in group one, group two, that kind of thing. So then I go and I'm like, I just do my thing. You know, I don't even think about it. Just do my thing. And I get off the floor and that same girl literally comes up to me and she's like, you're insane. And I'm like, it, like I was quiet for a second because I was like, you're insane. The fuck? What are you talking about? Like, you are so good. And so she's like, no, you're so good. And we were just kind of standing there and we're like, no, girl, you're good. No, you're good. Like, it was like a thing. And I'm like, and then afterwards, I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Like, we don't even realize what we're so amazing at sometimes or what we're so good at or our lane or our you know what I mean like I think it goes back to is it episode I think it's episode two when I talk to you guys about your own personal superpower like what are the comments that you get all the time and like lean into that do you know what I mean like I think I've told you guys I used to hate that I'm like so clean like I'm a clean dancer like very clean safe not safe but like very clean uh, clean like there's I, I can't even describe it any other way and I love when the girls the girls are thrashy okay that thrashy style just like doesn't really look good on me I don't know why it just doesn't maybe one day it will um and I used to try to be that and it just didn't work for me and it was when I stopped trying to be something that I was naturally not and and really lean into what I naturally am that I have started to really get like compliments like and it's never about compliments obvi but like when I just like do my natural thing I get so much more like people are like damn like you killed it or like that's working so good or da 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 and I'm just like that's crazy because I'm not even like thinking about it and just being me you know and it's like all the times that I'm not naturally being myself and being in my lane that don't work for me. Do you know what I mean? So you have to remember like just as much as you look at other people and you love what they have going on, other people are so looking at you and loving what you have going on. I know it's like, I don't believe that because I tell this to my clients and they're like, I very much doubt it. I'm like, no, dude. No one's going to like think about all the times that you think that someone is so inspiring and you just be quiet. <laughs> like hopefully like speak up and give people their flowers. Truly. But like there's so many times that you look at somebody and you're like in your head, you're like, damn, they're so good. But you don't say anything. How many times do you think someone's looking at you and saying the same thing? 
it happens. And if you don't think so, uh, I'm here to tell you you're wrong. <laughs> I love you, but friend, you're wrong. People are looking at you and they're inspired by you and they love what you got going on. I swear it. I swear it. Um, there's also like power in doing your own thing. So I I have struggled th- with this recently because um, I think dancers too, we like focus on like our look. And I'm like, all the girls are doing curls. Like there's a lot of curly girls. And I'm like, damn, like, fuck, should I change my hair? Like, how do I like stand out? Like, you know what I mean? And like, really? And then I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, well, if everybody is literally doing their hair right like that, like, shouldn't I not do that? But like, it makes me feel weird that I'm the only one that doesn't do that. Do you know what I'm saying? So... I understand when we feel funny when we're doing our own thing, but also that might possibly be the reason why I could stand out. Do you know what I mean? And it's my own natural thing. Like I, I never been a curly girl. I don't know why I'm going to start now. So like, girl, you're going to get a slick bun from me and till I die, bury me in a slick bun. Okay, honey. Like it might be my thing. You know what I mean? So there's power in doing your own thing and don't try to be like everybody else. You know what I mean? And maybe it's going to make you stand out. Um, it's so easy to get distracted too. Um, especially like living here. I When I first moved here, I'm like, I don't have enough tricks. <laughs> I don't nearly have enough tricks. Like when I go to like a heels class, like motherfuckers, we're doing acro, we're doing back bends, we're doing kick ups, kip ups. We're do I'm like, yo, I need to get into a tumbling class. Child, when I, I've never tumbled in my life, why am I gonna start now? That is not my thing. You know what's my thing? Ballet. Why don't I ever showcase any of my ballet? Because it's not popular. Okay, well, that might be the thing that makes me stand out. You know, so I've been in the last like month, like really going back to what works for me. Ballet works for me. I need to put, um, and that was one thing I that's on my list of of content to start putting out is ballet content. Like no one fucking puts out ballet. Dude, when's the last time you saw a ballet video? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So like that might be the thing that makes me stand out, you know? And I was really, it made me in the past feel really insecure because like I'm like, no one does ballet, but like, yeah, no one does ballet. So like, how cool. And like, same thing for you. Like maybe you are a hip hop dancer in a sea of jazz dancers. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, don't hide your hip hop skills. Play into them. I have a bunch of clients that are like that and they have very strong hip hop and they're amazing. I'm like, when you freestyle, do that. Do that. Don't do some hill shit. Don't do some some shit that you think we want to see. Do what works for you. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you are an acro girl. Do the acro stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, do what works for you. That is your lane. You should be very proud of it. And that's what everyone, like, people are going to look, like I said, people are going to look at you. And they're going to admire that and you have to remember that just how you look at other people admire what they what they have going on the last little thing I want to get into is consistency because listen none of none of this none of this matters without being consistent at all at all and I feel like I've really 
have realized since January that this is like the secret sauce on everything. Swear to God, with everything, I'm not kidding with you. With dancing, with the gym, with posting on social media, with making connections, with networking, it's really consistency. Um, Your lane is not gonna be your lane if you're not consistent with your lane. Do you know what I'm saying? Trusting your process if you're in and out of trusting your process, it's not going to work if you are not consistent with it. Um, releasing yourself from expectations, it's not going to work if you're in and out and you're second guessing, but you're still putting your, pr- like, you have to be consistent with everything across the board. And yes, days happen where you're less consistent. I get it. But you have to understand that consistency works in a way where it's like measurable. Do you know what I'm saying? So if you have 10 opportunities to be consistent and you're only consistent three times, you drop the ball. If you have 10 opportunities to be consistent and you're consistent seven times or eight times, your your st- your stats are better. You're, you don't have to be 100%, but you need to be a majority consistent. Um, I do this with like eating healthy, to be honest. I do the, is it 80-20? 80-20 or 80-70-30? I'm like 70-30 right now, to be quite honest with you. 30%, I party. Okay. I like, I like, I like to eat out. I like a good Chick-fil-A, y'all. I like a beer every once in a while, but like 70% of the time I'm eating healthy. I'm like meal prep girl. Okay. Same with the gym. Like, actually let's not talk about the gym this week <laughs> she's been heavy dancer she has not been in the gym we're, we're changing that next week but the truth is the truth the, um i you can see your results do you know what i'm saying um if if my results are not there okay you guys know how i've been talking about trying to get abs right my non-existent right now not bad but just not non-existent i know exactly why because I've been inconsistent. There is no like, what is going on? No, I've been inconsistent. (laughs) But I've been consistent in other areas. With that also being said, um, if you're trying to do a lot of things, you either need to be extremely organized with how you're going to be consistent with each thing because that used to be my problem, right? You days know I love to do like a million things, right? Um, and I had to cut down on some. And so a lot of people, you guys know that I didn't do coaching. I didn't do a coaching workshop workshop last month because I booked, um, two jobs and I just, I'm, I'm busier. So that's one thing that I couldn't be consistent with because I was excelling more in some, in another area. Right. Um, and I imagine if, and it's, it's kind of like this. The more one thing kind of takes off, the less I'm able to give to others. Because obviously, if one is calling more of my attention, I can't give the same to the other projects that I'm working on. Consistency is really hard because there's not like instant gratification either. Um, you have to trust your process. <laughs> and I think it helps once you see that consistency works one time for one thing you can kind of trust yourself a little bit more. For me, it was um, when I got a trainer last year, I 
I was like, oh, we'll see how good these results are going to be. And then I ended up losing like 30, 40 pounds. And I'm like, oh, consistency works. Wow. Who knew? Um, so now I, I really do understand that that's the secret sauce with everything. And even with dance classes, I'm sure you guys can see if you look at a video of yourself from like, you know, a while back and compare it to something now, you're like, wow, I can see, I can see the growth because I've been consistent. Now, if you're inconsistent, that's when you're not going to see the growth. So you really, really, really have to give yourself the time and energy to be consistent with those things. And like I said, this applies to everything, dancing, choreography. I can tell when I'm a little um, rusty when I'm choreographing if I haven't done it in a long time. And that's that's an area that I'm a little rusty in right now because I'm not consistently doing classes, right? So even, yeah, that's a great example, actually. Um, When I'm having classes right now, it's very hit and miss whether I will have you know, 20 people or seven people, you know, and I have to be okay with that because I have to understand that I haven't been consistent. However, you know, with uh, taking myself to class or going to the gym, it's a little bit different because that's something that I've been consistently doing so I can see the growth a little bit better. It's a snowball effect, honestly. The more that that you practice this consistency, the more it will come, the more results that you'll see. But it, it just is what it is. And I think if you really start to see the effects of being consistent, it's a little bit more motivating too. So I, I hope that helps. But start small. Don't, don't try, don't be like me. Don't try to do so many things that you struggle being consistent with any of them. Because like I said, that used to be me. Um, now I have like a system where, you know, my, my time, I set up my time a little different. So I have time to really be consistent with each thing. The podcast being one of them. I really, I make time every week because this is something I really is important to me. And I know that in, in, you know, by episode, what are we on right now? 10, but like episode hundred, <gasps> that'd be so amazing to like, look back and be like, damn, I was consistent all those weeks. That would be amazing. Um, but it's not instant gratification. So I know uh, people struggle with that. And and myself, I've definitely struggled with it in the past. So you're not alone. But yeah, these uh, concepts are super important because they also allow us to take more control in our life, be more proactive, um, you know, consistency. It relies, it's, requires a lot of trust in what you're doing, um, which also leads to trusting your process, right? And just shoot. And we already know that that's, it's not about, am I doing the right thing? It's about, I'm doing the right thing and telling yourself you're doing right, you're the right thing. So just taking control in that aspect and then just being proactive, um, deciding for yourself, this is how you want your life to go. Um, I'm not a, uh, I, I mean, depends it depends like i i try to be go with the flow you guys know i'm type a i'm type a but i try to be go with the flow but at the same time i'm very i have big goals and i have expectations for myself and i know sometimes when i talk to people they're like oh, i'm just gonna see what happens but i think that you have to yes yeah, see what happens but you need to take control and like really start to plan out where you want things to go and 
decide like this is what I want for myself and it's okay to do that like it doesn't mean I don't know what you could possibly think it means but um there was a time where I didn't have the confidence to do that you know what I mean I felt kind of funny doing that and maybe it comes with age who knows but it's okay to do that. It's okay to decide for yourself. I'm doing the right thing. And you might hear a lot of flack. There was times where I think I told you guys, like, my family's like, what are you doing? Even now, oh my God, even now, because I live here in Burbank and Aaron lives in San Diego, like, people are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, we're doing what's right for us. And it honestly works very well. And we're both very productive at this point in our life. And we're choosing to do this. Like, you cannot sway me. You literally cannot sway me that I'm doing the wrong thing. Because I'm, well, one, I'm stubborn. But I'm just kidding. I'm not stubborn. But I'm very, like, self-assured in that way. That I'm choosing to do this. I'm sticking to it. I owe myself to try it. And we're going to see what happens. And, you know, in a year, I reassess. I look I say, is this working? Is it not working? Do I need to change paths? Do I need to do something different? Do I need to just go go full force even more? But um, none of that will be measurable at all if I'm not consistent. See how that all ties together? Uh-huh. Yup. Yup. Okay. But you guys get what I'm saying. So I hope that all made sense. Um a little life update. Let's see what's going on with me this week. Oh my gosh. It's a little crazy this week, but crazy in a good way. So when we last talked, I was getting ready for Tia Rivera's workshop, um, which was really great. If you have the opportunity to train with her, she's awesome. She does a lot of um, mindset um, work as well. So it just, it was really cool to be on the other side because I'm typically in the coaching role or the um, mentor role. So it was really cool to just like be in the like student, the mentee, like, yes, let me be a sponge kind of role. And I was trying to look for takeaways. So I was sitting in takeaways and honestly, like when, whenever you do any kind of mindset stuff, like you guys know, I say this and it was cool because she says this too, like how you do one thing is how you do everything. So I'm like sitting there, I'm like, okay, how okay, like what, what can, what are we getting from this right in this moment? Like, what am I getting? And basically what I was getting is it solidified that I was on the right track. Like really, it really did. And it kind of ties in with this week's discussion. Like you have to just decide. (laughs) Like I, and like a little bit going into her workshop, I was like, I mean, I think whenever we do some sort of Big workshop or thing like this, we're like, Am I ready? Am I doing the right thing? Da, da, da. And I was kind of doing a little bit of that last week. And then when I was in it, I was like, You know what? Like, day, like, day one happened, and I was like, Oh shit, like, what's going on? Like, what am I getting? And then day two came, and I was like, I'm doing the right thing. Fuck that. I'm doing the right thing. Trust yourself. You're on the right track. Everything she's saying is landing really, like, nicely where I'm at in life right now. Like I said, I, I'm very grateful that I'm a quote unquote older dancer. Give it up for the older dancers. Just playing. We're not old bitch. Um, but like where I'm at in life right now, I'm so I'm very secure. Like I I feel very secure. And I feel super supported in my like outside life too. Like my 
family is very supportive of what we're at. My husband is so like, oh, you guys, this man, I love this man. So supportive. My job, I feel so grateful that I work in a such a flexible um, environment. I just feel I'm do I'm on the right track. With that being said, I was like, you know what? I think I could push a little bit more. So that's kind of what I got from her um, workshop is I'm on the right track. And even even I can handle a little bit more. I think I can handle a little bit more. So just a little bit more like push, like I'm on the edge right there. Um, so it was, that was really good and it was great. And it was really cool to be around other dancers in that position and just like all different levels and all different ages. And I just really liked that environment. I, I always liked that environment. Um, and just, just, yeah, continue to push and, um, it, it was really nice. And then let's see Sunday. So that was Friday and Saturday. Sunday, bitch. I was in a music video. Oh, that was really cool. Um, so it was a long day. We started, I had to drive to San Diego to film and we filmed in Alpine. So I was up at Jesus, please. I was up at 630. Bump got to San Diego went straight to get my makeup done and get um, wardrobe and all that went first went to the first location and it's a lot of like you know like <sighs> hurry up and then like okay we're waiting like hurry up like wait like all that kind of shit touch ups and then stretch and like kind of stay warm and like all that kind of shit so uh, but it was really cool I loved it I really I don't know I like videos so I was like tapped in um and so that was all day and then you know we go to the second location which was a really cool like cat whoa can't say too much um but it was really cool and um i really liked that second look i was looking if you follow me on instagram you know and so um it was long. We got done at, I think we wrapped at like 10, 30, 11. So then I had to drive back to LA. So I think I got home, showered, all of that kind of stuff at 3.30 a.m. I was sleeping by then, 3.30 a.m. Mind you, mind you, I have an eight o'clock patient on Monday. So I got maybe two hours of sleep because <laughs> I get to work at 730. And so I was like, this is going to, boy, we had a time, right? Okay. So I get to work and I was tired, but like, also I think I was still just like super grateful. Like I'm very, 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 like I said, very fortunate that I work dental hygiene. I really love my job. I love, I don't know. It's so satisfying what I do. Like I, if you guys don't know dental hygiene, like I clean people's teeth all day. Okay. And it's really satisfying because it, they'll be dirty. And then once I'm done, baby, it's clean. And I just like, I don't know. It's just so satisfying, but also I'm talking to people all day. So it's very like, I love the connection. Like I love education. I feel like I'm actually helping people. They ask questions and I have like random, like I'm full of random dental information at this point. So like, I love just helping people in that way and then it was so cool because like last like the night before I'm like get to perform and we got all glammed up and we were in full hair and makeup and like shooting the video and it was like so cool and so like I was like on Monday I was so 
fucking tired so fucking tired but at the same time I was just like damn I'm so grateful I have two careers that I get to just enjoy the shit out of like and that's why like uh, it's so hard because like I hear other dancers and they're like if I could just dance full-time I would and like honestly like I love dancing so much I really do but I really 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 enjoy dental hygiene you guys like to my core I am like healthcare provider and so it's I love that I I ended up in a career that I could do both because down the line like I've talked to like Aaron about this like when we have kids and stuff I'd love to do dental hygiene like two days you know because you, you have that flexibility a lot of offices they'll hire you for one day two day three days whatever you want right and um I would love to do two days dental hygiene and then like the rest of the time like raise my kids and you know dance or keep coaching and stuff so it was just like so cool to be able to do both um but it was a long it was a long day but I I just I love it it, it was very it was it was fun it was really fun and then I did I was doing some content stuff with my Guarala Brenda uh this week so I'm excited to drop that whenever it comes out and then uh this weekend actually I get to be in the other side of uh the music video situation so last weekend I was perform performing and this weekend I am choreographing movement coaching so I get to get my dancers all squared away and ready and we have our um cleaning rehearsal tomorrow and then we're shooting on Saturday so we you know we put all their costuming together and I was working with the artist and I have all of my notes ready to go and um, I'm ready to rock and roll on that side so it's really cool to do a little bit like you guys know I love a little bit of everything I do I love a little bit of everything but not too much not too much because you don't want to get um like what is it mass what is it uh jack of all trades master of none or something like that but there is another part of that quote i can't remember but um i try to just you know handle what i can and i feel like if i could keep taking on a few more projects as you know choreographer creative director movement coach in that realm and then still keep my performance and still keep my dental hygiene I would be happy but then you know I still got the podcast and then I also got this and I also got that so you know we just take on what we can handle but I I did have to say no to some things so to like flip-flop on that I haven't had I haven't taught class in two months so Hopefully I'll have a class for you guys. If you guys in, are listening from San Diego, I'll have a class from you guys for you guys in August and also coaching. I didn't have coaching this month. I didn't do a coaching workshop. Um, so, you know, you, like I said, you can't do it all. You got to pick and choose, but it's okay. You know what I mean? And I would much rather take on what I can handle and give it 110% than to fall short on everything, right? So it's it's a learning process and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to share with you guys. So I'm so happy that you guys tuned in. And again, thank you guys for tuning in every single week and having these conversations with me. Um, I'm getting ready to switch gears here soon with new um, guests coming on. And I think I need some new camera equipment. I don't know. I think I'm ready. 
um and also yeah leave me a review leave me a comment um rate if you're listening on spotify apple Podcasts, all that kind of stuff and i will continue to shout you guys out because i so appreciate your support and i hope you guys have a fabulous rest of your week later